how very much I've loved you. How very much I've tried my best to give you the good life. Don't you want a world of unconditional love and brotherhood? We have the secrets to self-improvement. You can join us and be special. Join our elite mission to save the world. Since the death of God, there's been a vacancy open. You could fill that void. Here's how. We'll title this tape. Welcome to the Cult of Comics. Okay, so yeah, I was saying I was... My birthday is October 21st, and I was uh, a week or so late. So What was your social I, security number again? Yeah. No, I was going to say, if you go nine months back, I was basically conceived on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which is, you know, the most woke thing you it's can do very, in this... It's a very sexy day. It's yeah. a very sexy day. It's Never a let a government days. holiday go to waste. Hey, amen to that. Hey, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somebody write that down. We need to start making t-shirts for the show. So today is Sunday, November 13th, and it is 17 days away from Sean's big birthday day, the day of the day of the day when he was possibly his, born and not surgically removed, unlike me. His big gay birthday. Big gay birthday today, today. Because you're going to, like, there's going to be a penis in your face. It was a gay nightclub, yes. Yeah, and you've been planning this for about seven or eight months? Um, planning. I saw a band. Yeah, I saw a band with, like, selling tickets for, like, the day of my birthday. And I was like, may as well book that. Might as well. And then no planning has happened since then. What is the name of the band? The Hoosiers. Hoosiers? Oh, yeah. Not oh yeah, right. This is the, the 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 folks from Chicago. They're an English band. Who but they met they, in they Indiana. have this fantasy about Chicago. People from Indiana, sorry, from Illinois are Hoosiers. I think it's Indian Indiana. Indiana, sorry, yeah, the Hoosiers. 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 Yeah, the Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Is the name of the club something offensive? They, like they formed in us? Indianapolis, Indiana. That's what it is. Um, no, it's called They are Heaven. English, but they, uh, we've talked, I remember talking about this now. Is it really? Yeah. It's called Heaven? Yeah. Do me a favor, show up as like a sexy devil. Ooh, ooh, do Maybe. it like in that, that, that one uh, level in Hitman, where there's like Heaven and Hell, and you have to go like kill a bunch of people. I've never played Hitman. Yeah, in this day and age, that'll go over really well. Yeah. So, uh, today is uh, Sunday, November 13th, and we're going to talk about Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. Uh, Wakanda uh, is the name of the country. I don't know where I was even going with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just started the name so, of the movie. We've and... all seen the movie over the past we couple of days. Mm-hmm. Sean hated it. I didn't hate it. I did not like it. Uh, it was it, the it was the second best movie with black in the title that I saw this week. What was the other one? Black Adam. Okay. Somehow I preferred that. I did not go into it, this week expecting to enjoy Black Adam more than Black Panther. I yeah, honestly am not surprised, surprised by it because it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really want to change Sean's mind about Black Panther because I think it was a very uh, not not the best 
uh, Marvel film out there. I've seen people saying is, this is top three, and I'm just like, I do not see it at all. Uh, so, not top three, but it's, it's okay it's, with you. It's maybe around the fifty percent mark. Sure. Like it's it's definitely if it's okay with you. I'd like to go over some of yeah. the plot and like just say this is going to be a spoiler heavy episode. Yes. Um. So, uh, I think the fastest way I can express this is going to be. Uh, the plot of the second film uh, in the Black Panther series is uh, it opens with a cold open uh, with the discovery that T'Challa has passed from an unknown disease. No, no, he hasn't passed uh, yet. Shuri's still trying to save him. And then yes. she fails. She doesn't fail. She just doesn't, ha- she does, doesn't, she doesn't make do it, in, it time. in time. Yeah. So with that in her uh, on her mind, she's feeling this immense pressure. I mean, she didn't. she wasn't there when he passed. She didn't have enough time on hand, so she's feeling like she's got all of the, uh, this responsibility all, this uh, pressure on her. This is a very somber and sort of muted film about mm-hmm. grief, anger, vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after the cold open, uh, including a funeral sequence, we fast forward to Why one year later. Why does T'Challa's coffin get abducted by a space shuttle? Uh, I, I thought that was like a beautifully shot funeral. And then, I know, and then he gets like in the tractor beam. He just starts going up, and I was just like, "What that like?" That is the tradition right there. <laughs> I feel as though there was a lot of moments in this film that, and I had to remind myself, you know, this is a Marvel film in a fictional country <clears throat> where they have technology that's superior to the rest of the world, and I get that. But there were certain points where I just couldn't help but feel as though if they mitigated certain bits of it, it would have added a lot more I completely it. agree. I think it followed the Marvel formula too closely, and I would have rather less of the action movie and more of the character study. Yes, not, because yeah, a lot of the I character agree. study was great. Lo- yeah, the interactions, yeah. the drama, the talking between people, I mean, it was not a badly acted movie. Mm. The interactions, no, the one-on-ones that we have are fantastic. Yes. It, yeah. Um, my, I think we're kind of jumping let me get, ahead let me, here. Let me, yeah. The, let me let me get through the plot really yeah. quick. Really, one second. Okay. So uh, after that, um, we fast forward to uh, a discussion with the United Nations uh, with Wakanda. They are uh, there are several countries trying to uh, seek out vibranium and that resource in general. Uh, and since T'Challa has passed, the assumption by some of the members of the uh, United global Nations. community, sure. Uh, some of the members of the global community in various forms, whether they're heads of the country or what have you, uh, they are trying to seek out vibranium with the assumption that there is no more protector for the country, uh, as if they are helpless. They find mm-hmm. out that that's not the case, um, and that is under lock and key. Uh, we find that the U.S. has hired uh, mercenaries as well as that was some... No, 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 this is another part. Uh uh, the U.S. has hired mercenaries and some soldiers to oversee a drilling exposition, expedition uh, underwater where they have found some vibranium. A drilling exposition. Yes, I know. Come look at our drills. <laughs> <laughs> so because this is out in the Atlantic Ocean, uh, this is what sparks the conflict between the Atlanteans who are going by the, uh, the Thalakans. Telukan is the name. Telukans. Of yeah. Of the Telukans, uh, and they wipe out all of the U.S. Uh, drillers that are finding the vibranium. 
the assumption is that it's Wakanda protecting vibranium outside of Wakanda. Uh, this leads yeah. to a bit of a ten- contention between uh, what is presumed to be Wakanda being uh, aggressive to other nations. Uh, and we see Namor uh, ins- uh, uh, inserting himself into the conflict with the drilling, goes to the Queen and Shuri uh, and makes his presence known, saying that he essentially demands that they uh, assist him because team up. they yeah. yeah they team up but hey man i'm like it's really cool we should like hook up yeah. team up yeah the, the attitude is you owe us because your use of vibranium has put my people uh in danger not just the use of vibranium but you have revealed yourself and now yes. people are looking and right, and he, he did say that other... in specific that because T'Challa made himself known as the Black Panther um, during the loss of his father T'Chaka, uh, that that was what put him forth, and the knowledge about vibranium in the world. Yeah, and uh, it's overall. not that it's kind of weird because uh, maybe it is the reveal of vibranium because Wakanda was a country on the map before, but people didn't know the true yeah, secrets of Wakanda before that. They thought mm-hmm. it was not necessarily a poverty-ridden. Country, no, but they but, assumed that it was uh, just another country the, in the Africa that, that had possible resources. Puts, uh, Wakanda next to places like Ethiopia and Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So just another middle of Africa kind of country. Yeah, and because of the history of so many of the different nations of Africa f- with various different types of civil wars, the colonization that has led to developed conflict, the fight for resources, the... Uh, deep history of England possessing so many, even now, of uh, Africa's natural resources. The assumption is obviously there. Yeah, um, I, but have they addressed in the movies yet whether we've colonized them at all? That actually is really... I'm really actually happy you asked that, because the entire time they spoke English, my, my thinking was, why are they talking in the colonizer language? Because um, if you go to most countries in Africa, if you speak they, they talk French back to them, and that's forth. the they colonizer. Have, they, they have yeah. their own language as well, which is Tyler, another thing in, I want to point in out. In Guardians of the, the Galaxy, color. they speak English too. Yeah. I think that's just kind of the, a universal language translator like they have in Star Trek, maybe. Maybe, uh, but at the same time... It's just a universal I mean, language, man. I guess. I'm just saying, if they can do that with old Mayan Aztec... Uh, it could be a yes, relatively new but... thing when they go onto the world stage and everybody is talking, speaking in English, that they kind of adopt that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I think at yeah, some like... points they have probably interfaced with the British or whoever is the invading folk. Uh, they talk about, I think, at the beginning of the original Black Panther about how all the different tribes fought against each other for uh, control of the fight. Right. And then they come together and basically right, right. repel outside I, forces. I don't know if it's that deep of a no, 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 like, he's right, because there are I, different I think tribes, it's just that they different... didn't want the actors to have to learn another language. That's no, no, I think he actually we makes can... a really good point, yeah. though, because if they are using a uh, a language that they can all speak to one another, that's not Afrikaans or something, then that would actually make a lot of sense. Plus, they're an educated country. Why not? Yeah, if, they're, if that's are the more way than that just they get educated. around. They are advanced. Yeah, that's very true, so... Um, anyways, after that discovery of uh, Namor, they, he also demands that the person who's responsible for the vibranium-seeking machine be brought to him. Uh, so Shuri By the and... Wakanda. He's not going to take mm-hmm. care of it himself. He wants them to go find, find the person. Yeah. Uh, remind me, how do I say her name? Is it Okonya? Okoya. Yeah. 
Okoye, thank you. Yes. Um, Me so just agreeing to the pronunciation you said. <laughs> <laughs> they go on a mission to go find uh, the scientist responsible. It's discovered to be Ray Williams. They go into the big car chase. They come into a conflict with Namor's soldiers. More conflict arises uh, in the U.S. soil with the assumption that it's the Wakandans being hostile towards America. The threat of war is lingering and imminent. Uh, and Shuri and Ravi Williams are captured by Namor, who are taken to Telokan. Uh, and the uh, queen sends uh, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, who is my Nakia. goddess. I love her with all my heart. Oh I think I'm God. deeply in love I, with Lupita Nyong'o. I would have loved to have a, at least one scene uh, between Lupita and uh, Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku, because they both starred together in Us. Yes. Yeah. There, there are, are uh, uh, some minor references that Ryan Coogler uh, puts in his movies, references to uh, Jordan Peele's work. And I thought, oh, I, I must have missed those. Tell me about that. Uh, well, I, I watched some other videos. I've seen other people commenting. The, uh, the jellyfish, that specific jellyfish they see at the ocean floor uh, was supposedly a reference to the uh, alien creature or nope. craft from Nope. Hmm. So that's one I didn't reference know that. that I've seen. And also but the post also the a special sort of treat, I suppose. Also the post credit scene where the Talakans all lined up across the US holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, the uh, what dang it. I'm trying to think of uh, the the acronym for the people of the subterranean folks. Chuds? Chuds, yeah. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yeah. They my favorite knows, they might they prob- might eat people. Maybe. I gotta tell you, my favorite part of the film was when all of the Tolokans and the Wakandans held hand in hand together and sang We Are the World. That was yeah. probably my favorite part. Uh, no, jokes they, aside, uh, they did the cringy <laughs> uh, Gal Gadot thing where they just all sung Imagine. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we left off anyway. uh Man. The simple the way to get through that is uh, because of that, uh, Nakia goes and saves Shuri uh, from Telecon. Yeah, we, we skip over the part where uh, Namor, because he's Namor and not Namor in this, which it, I, I think the garbage. way they come up with his name is just great wordplay there. I got to tell you, what they did with Namor in general, I was really surprised how much I loved. I yeah. loved every single thing about that. I loved the backstory. I loved the the concept of the name. I loved the Kukulan, uh, the winged serpent god. Yeah, Kukuku. That was that was this was one of the most creative films I've ever seen. Yeah, Sean just hates it because when he says I am a mutant, there wasn't just that unwatchable garbage. No, I have. I like a lot of the ideas that went into Namor, but I also have a lot of problems with some of his plots. I'll tell you what. Before we get to the end yeah, of yeah, the uh, plot, let's, let's let's start talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, we've already kind of spoken about some of the problems with his plan that I want to talk about. He's like, he goes to uh, the Queen and Shuri, and he's like, "You go get the scientist for me. You bring it back here. You blow the shell." And I will collect the scientist. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, okay, Shuri and... Um, Shuri and 
Okoye, Okoye. Okoye. Um, yeah. go and capture the scientist, and then nameless people just come out and start trying to kill them. Yeah, because they've been well, watching Well, yeah, because them. they follow them. Yeah. They're yeah, stealthy. But, but what? Do they, like, but I don't understand. Like, why are they killing them when they're doing what they're asked to do? No, no, no. So the whole point there was not because they actually trusted Wakanda. It's that they knew that there was going to be a certain degree of loyalty towards yeah. not doing so. So they okay. wanted to set them up, go find Riri. And Why then... wait for them to take her back to Wakanda and call you to come get her when you could just grab her right there? Yeah. My only issue is the use of the conch, the magical conch. Um, <laughs> I feel... Sorry. The, I, the SpongeBob episode, I'm sorry. I know, I know. We I got know. the reference. Great. That's why I said it. I hope everybody gets so, the reference. The only time we really see it used outside of when he is giving it to the queen is when the queen is using it to call him, asking about if Shuri's alive. And that's we it. We never so actually that... see anybody blow into it. I know. I would have liked to hear it. Let's there, go. There, there's a severe lack of underwater horror creature. Something. I feel some... like they had to avoid that because of what happened with Aquaman, the film. Yeah. Ah, man. No, there could have been a bit more. I I just kind of had that waiting for a kind of jump scare or just large leviathan. Uh, And instead we get humpback whales and orcas. Do you have an idea how fucking scary orcas are? Yeah, but they they did nothing. They were just kind of (laughs) holding the fin as they went along. uh, 20-year-old white girl audience right there with the whales. and the. Anyway, finish, talk about the plot, and then we can kind of get into the spoilers. So we we kind of skipped over the part where... Namor uh, shows hit Taylor Khan to Shuri and basically shows uh, her there his was, people. culture. The there people, was one scene there story. I did really like, which was when they were playing the old Mayan game with the hoop on the wall. I love Deeps that. I'm so happy you brought that up. I was so excited to see that. These subtle little details in the film really just made it there, pop. There that... is so many little details. I think there's a lot of world building, crafting, and whatnot. Yes. And there are places I think they could have done better, uh, and we'll get into that part. Uh, but for the most part, I just wanted to cover the part where Namor uh, shows Shuri his people, his culture, introduces mm-hmm. him, what he's fighting for. This is yeah. a this is one of the very well grounded uh, villains uh, that we've seen I, so far. I'm I'm almost even hesitant to call him a villain because yeah. he's not an anti-hero, but he's not a villain either. He's he's more. He just is a, the antagonist. I think he's a, for yes. this film. I see him as a villain. I and think that's that fine for right now. He's going to have a definitely is. maybe a change of heart again. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's let's all just talk at the him. same time. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. So let's uh, with the showing history or i'm sorry showing shuri his history as people and everything we also get the origin of how he came to be that his uh, ancestors were from uh 1571 yucatan uh mayan um they were suffering from smallpox i believe yes. is what it was from the spanish conquistadors yeah. uh and one of the shamans in the village had discovered an, this ability he prays to... to his god the same way that yes. the wakandans pray to their god and the god reveals the flowers blooming with the power of vibranium. Vibranium, yeah. Because like, the meteorite had landed down. Yeah. They mentioned that there was only the one really big one that landed. Yeah, they in thought Wakanda. there was only that, one, but so it turns out there were more the, that landed the, in the The mythology oceans. that the Wakandans have is that their god, Bast, 
guided them to the flower. And in the same way, their god, the, the Mayans' god, I can't remember which one, guided them to this flower underwater, which they all uh, took in the, the, uh, the flower, and that changed well, them all. They're because they were Mayans, they had a plethora of gods, but because they were speaking of providers, it would be most likely that it would be a deity that's kind of like Quetzalcoatl, you know, like one uh, that yeah. is the so name is said, I just can't remember who it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, after that uh, discovery about the measles and the medicine and everything, there's one woman in specific who's pregnant at the time, and she's having a hard time being convinced. Eventually, she uh, succumbs to uh, pressure from it, drinks the juice that they all have, they all basically die, come back, they have blue skin, they can't breathe air, they have to go into the water, now they can breathe underwater, that's how the Atlanteans are essentially made. Uh, they go uh, down into the oceans, live their life there. Uh, now I was born... I kind of found that a bit far out, and I don't remember why. It was like, oh, you drank this thing, and now you got gills, because that's how science works. Even well, they found the flower underwater, so they take on some of the properties of the flower. Okay. I know. Except the the Wakandans. But T'Challa didn't turn into a mountain. Something. Sean. 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 This is the same universe where a young boy named Bucky, who died in World War II, loses an arm and becomes a sleeper cell agent and gets a robot arm. Yes, but he didn't. He didn't grow gills. Yeah. I, I don't know if I really like the part that they, you know, they look normal underwater, but it's when they come out of the water that they turn I like blue. that. I like that I, a lot. I think they should have stayed blue the whole time, not, like, taken on their original skin color when they go underwater. I didn't think that that was... Actually, it makes a lot of sense if you think about the way that, like, fish scales and skin works anyways, because it's eh. going to reflect in the water and absorb it differently. Yeah, right? their skin just gets sense. super, super hypoxia as soon as they leave the water and honestly i i liked that addition anyways i think that it was an interesting choice because if you're just going to make these people blue you're kind of missing out on the fact that they're mayan i feel like seeing them underwater yeah. in traditional mayan i mayan, i feel actually, like you kind of are I, stuck between a rock and a hard place there because you want to show them with their traditional skin color but you also want to you know have them kind of unique outside of the water and turning them mm. blue is one thing mm. I also think that the flashback could have been played to a song as we see their transition into the Atlanteans. Yeah, and I, it would I've have seen been a lot of people talk about the music being really great for this film, but I'm not sure I agree with that. I, uh, I, 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 said, I disagree with you. Really? Because I felt like I a lot of it was muted. Um, I, that's why I liked it. It's my, because there's so my many jokes times that people are so unnoticed. heavy. Yeah, there's not what enough the ACDC. Uh, I was going to say Blue Dabadee. I knew you were going to fucking... Eiffel 65, those guys were my jam back in 1995 or 6. Who didn't like that song? I know, Anyways. right? Wasn't I don't that like in Iron they, Man uh, the new remix that has come uh, out. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and watch that now. Like the opening so, as it goes to the New Year's party. Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. I don't... Maybe. Did that have I had something from the nineties. Uh, like if, I said, if anything, this, this, I feel like this this movie is like I said, it's a much somber, muted movie. Sure. I think maybe some design choices could be compared to Eternals, uh, but it's definitely. Uh, I don't know about I, that. I I, I, don't I think the strongest parts are more the drama than the fighting. The fighting 
the choreography, the yes. CGI, Let's mainly due to like the CGI crunch, the animation. Wrap up the plot conversation, on. and then we can right. get into this stuff because I have a lot to add here. But just finish, yeah. rush right. through the plot. So we don't okay, need to go. We don't need to go. So much of the plot to do because this is such a long movie. I'm almost Two and a half We don't, we don't Anyways, need to focus on so all of it. Just leads, give the big picture. After Shuri is taken away back from Telecon uh, by Nakia, uh, this leads to a conflict with Namor going to Wakanda. He leads an assault <clears throat> on them, uh, kills the queen. Shuri's all in destitute and like, ah. Uh, and uh, Okoye is not in uh, the fight because she's had her rank and uh, power. Or, or she is no longer you, a general of the Dora Milaje. Yes. She's been stripped so, of her ranks, her job. Yes. So, uh, after that happens, another funeral occurs. Uh, this leads Namor to gives the realization. them one week to bury their dead and mourn, and then he'll be back. It's been one week. Because he needs Anyways. them. He wants them He wants them on his side, uh, whether they like it or not. So he's going to give them yes. one more opportunity to join him or die. Yeah, and that's the thing about what he's been doing is this, this isn't, I hate Wakanda. It's, I hate the surface and I want you as allies, but I will force you to be my allies more than anything. So <clears throat> after the funeral, Shuri uh, makes a discovery about one of the, uh, the bracelet that is given to her by Namor uh, and synthesizes a new, uh, what are the flowers called again? The glowing flowers. The flower the heart heart herb, yeah. The heart herb, uh, by seeing that they actually had similar properties to the plants that were given to the telecons, um, to make them breathe underwater and give them that the ability. So by synthesizing that, working with Riri, she's able to <coughs> recreate. She's the, integrating that as well with their own herb. Yeah. So they uh, recreate the lost garden of the heart herbs that were lost in the first film. Uh, and she goes through the process uh, to become the next Black Panther, and in doing so, she actually meets um, Killmonger. Killmonger. I was gonna say Kilgore. Thank you, uh, Killmonger uh, in the spirit realm, and that's what a twist. I saw I loved that. Not a single word said about that. No rumor. I when she went into the spirit realm, you could tell someone was sat in the chair, and I was like. It's either going to be like they've CGI'd like um Chadwick Boseman as Paul like the Paul Walker thing here. Or or it must be someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Well Fahey did say that they didn't want to do that. Which is why my heart kind of sank when I saw someone sat in the chair. And then obviously the camera pans round and it's Killamonger. Yeah. Well I think we all kind of expected it to be her mom, Ramonda. I mean this whole movie, there are so many parallels that are trying to be drawn. Parallels between yes. Shuri and Killmonger, Shuri and T'Challa, Shuri and Namor. Yeah. So, after meeting with him, uh, she steps out, feels like she's failed, she didn't want to see him. Yeah, uh, because his, the reason she saw him was because she's filled with rage and revenge. Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, vengeance. She is Batman. Yes. So um, after coming out of it, she assumes that she's failed. She punches one of the uh, robes mannequins. that are sitting on a mannequin, and you find out that she actually has the ability. She gets a new suit. She goes and unites the tribes again who are sitting out in an encampment over in uh, the mountain regions. Jibari. And Thank you. Uh, after coming into some uh, discussion, come up with an idea for uh, an assault uh, to come back at them. This uh, leads to the final battle, which is between 
uh, a small collection of Wakandans on a ship that has the ability to pr uh, project supersonic disruptor waves uh, onto a trap utilizing one of the original uh, vibranium seeking machines. Uh, once Namor is told that there's another machine, uh, they go there, thus the assault happens, the sonic waves uh, occur, they're disrupted, they get attacked, leading to the conflict, Namor immediately jumps into battle, is captured by Shuri on a ship, they have come to the conclusion that his uh, mutant powers uh, manifest by absorbing the water, uh, That's the how oxygen, the water, and the oxygen. Mm -hmm. through his skin. That's how mm -hmm. he, unlike the rest of the Atlanteans, he is able to stay on land without having to have a breathing apparatus. Mm -hmm. And if they dry him out, he will be severely weakened. Yes. So, uh, after being captured on a ship, she tries to go out to the desert with him. The conflict is going on overseas. Um, I'm going to skip over that part of the conflict and just focus on the final part here, <clears throat> which is leading up to a uh, desert shore uh, where Shuri and Namor are in a huge conflict. She rips out one of his little uh, ankle wings. Uh, he's st uh, landed. He's stranded on land. He can't fly around anymore. Um, they're fighting to the death. She gets stabbed with uh, his spear, which is also made of pure vibranium. She's tethered to a rock. He's exhausted, tries going out to the water. water. She rips through that. I need and water. Then just, like, yeah. SpongeBob. And she literally like rips herself out of the spear, the spear, chases out of him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's literally like this choice of fight to the death. And she beats his ass and really is about to kill him yeah. and then starts Almost thinking back on things. Almost at the cost of her own life. Like, we will mm -hmm. both die. <clears throat> yes. And she did say that at, the, at one point. Uh, ultimately, she makes the decision that she's not going to be Killmonger. She's not doing this out of vengeance. And even though she hates him for the death of her mother and just feeling the loss of all of her family, she comes to the conclusion that it would be better for him to yield and for them to be at peace with one another essentially Allies, and that's basically. yeah which I, I really liked i'm i should stop commenting anyways so that is essentially the end of the film we get to the uh resolution we get the final montage sequences um it is discovered uh with namor that he actually is totally fine with this uh and is conversing with one of the other telecons uh and says ultimately these are our allies and that was the, the, plan the end goal here yeah, so while it's not cool that he actually ended up losing here, eventually he still gains a lot from this. Mm -hmm. And even though she had every right to kill him, uh, the people on the surface uh, on the rest of the world outside of Wakanda are still seeking out the resources that they have available. And meanwhile, in the backdrop, the subplot that's going on, Martin Freeman's character is trying to... Uh, play catch up and let Wakanda know what's going on while all of this like hullabaloo is, is occurring where everyone is assuming Wakanda is vulnerable, that they're being aggressive and that as, basically the vibranium needs to be captured. So since that's happening, Shared, yeah, yeah, Martin Freeman's character uh, is in conversation with his ex-wife, uh, Julia Lee's Dreyfus's character, uh, whose name I forget. Val, Val, it starts with an F. I can't remember, Hold but <clears throat> that character. Um, uh, Val Fontana? Fontaine? Fontaine? I think it's uh, Fontaine. Yeah, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Okay. It's a long-ass name. So anyways, we also discovered that they were uh, husband and wife at one point. Um, 
and she has been uh, playing the game with him all along, and that she's uh, been bugging him uh, in, in contact with uh, the Wakandans, and eventually he's arrested uh, for treason. Mm-hmm. Um, with the final end sequence, we see him saved uh, by Okoye, and we get to the final sequence, which is uh, Shuri kind of traveling around. She's kind of ignoring tradition for uh, her role as Black Panther and decides to go to Haiti and visit Nikia, uh, who is waiting for her. But there's offered. one bit there which you seem to focus on right at the beginning when she was mourning T'Challa. They have a tradition of burning your funeral robes once your mourning is finished to mm-hmm. enter the next phase of your remembrance of this person's life. Mm-hmm. And then it's only at the end when she goes to see Nakia uh, in Haiti that she burns the robes. Yeah. Um, this is the second time we've seen Nakia in Haiti in this film. Uh, the first time being when the queen goes and visits her. We're also introduced to a new character uh, that's post-credit sequence. Now, this is a really big spoiler. So if you really want to just like not, be we we have literally thing, told them every single detail yeah. about the plot. Yeah. Yes, but that's all plot. Everything else as an experience is different. You can still know about all of this stuff and enjoy it. This next surprise, though, is the thing that is kind of like the bigger end of the deal. So at the post-credit uh, sequence, we see Shuri still doing the morning ritual. Uh, and Gia comes up and says, I want you to meet somebody. And introduces a young boy and says, this is your auntie Shuri. And it's discovered that T'Challa has an heir. Uh, his name is uh, officially Prince T'Challa, uh, son of King T'Challa, uh, but he's going by a Haitian name uh, called Suye, I think? Toussaint. 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 Oh, sorry. Yeah, place. that makes more sense. That is the name of uh, one of the most successful slave uprisings was led by this Toussaint. So that's why oh. they say the name has some history. Wait a minute, like the Count? N- no. Do you not know the history about that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I That sounds familiar, but for Toussaint, that was supposed to be... So the reason why I ask is just because if you get the chance to, you gotta read this guy's fucking history. He is called uh, the Black Count. He is the guy who inspired the Count of Monte Cristo. He was the father of um, Alexandre Dumas. Uh, mm. Oh no, I'm thinking of Thomas Alexandre Dumas. So maybe he was leading the Toussaint Rebellion? I don't know. Either way, this guy's fucking badass. So that's the plot. That's the whole thing. And now we can uh, get into it. So let's talk about what uh, we felt after we yes. left the theater here. My... We just left the, leave the theater. And tell me what you're thinking. My opinion on the movie is I think the character interactions were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Good. There, there were some great bits, but I think some of them were a little Several lackluster. Yeah. But uh, my main problem with the movie comes from just the extremely bland action movie shoved in the middle. Uh, I mean, I don't know about that. I definitely see what you mean about the desire for blockbuster action film I would have rathered they just made like an extremely like a much more human movie did we need a such a big conflict with such big CGI fights in a movie that was basically honoring T'Challa's character and 
it is where the the CGI is where things are a bit lackluster, and I think that's probably yeah. still yeah. Due the CGI was that good. is happening right now in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and well, we've but, been seeing more and more in Marvel films, Marvel anything lately. But the, even the outside the CGI, I just kind of found the fights hollow. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. Oh come uh, on! You got to tell me that now we're flying around with those little wing feet, just going like him, kind of skating through the air. That was so cool! Are you kidding me? I I don't know. I I don't think I've ever really noticed wings on Namor's feet in the comics. It's really it's like an essential. Why did Why did the herb give the Atlanteans gills, but him little wings on his gun thing? Found underwater. It takes on the yes, but why Why did it give him winged feet? He's a because of the. Because of their god, I, I believe it was their beliefs maybe manifest in themselves. So they had now, a winged from what serpent I understand, god. And they did. Their god so they is thought a panther. It was him. So they yeah. For for the Wakandans, their god Bast is a panther, and so they've taken on the characteristics of the panther. So here's the thing: he's um. a mutant, and because of that transitionary stage where he was still in utero. Mm-hmm. When he took the juice and went underwater, he kind of had that the mixture juice. there, you know? So, he's also a mutant. I mean, it explain to me how it makes sense for a human being to have a mutant, that kid that is able to manifest fire. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Okay. Anyway. Like, um, it's like the most unimportant part. I found the score kind of bland and forgettable as well. There was no big yeah. part where it stuck out to me. The, um, uh, the, si- the, the trailer had what the Kendrick Lamar song, and it just and really amplified everything as it built up in the trailer. And then I saw those scenes in the movie, and it just didn't have that energy behind it that the songs. Yeah, movie. because the first one had an actual soundtrack, whereas I feel like this one just had a score and maybe like the yeah. odd song here or there. Yeah. Maybe we're just not used to songs that aren't technically in English. I mean, Maybe. I didn't really have an issue with a lot of the choices because I kind of went into it <clears> expecting <throat> it to have similar elements to like, the first film. But um, It wasn't bad, it just wasn't, like, it didn't give me that surge of energy when I'm hearing the song and seeing the fights. Uh, that was, I um, think most of the fighting, other than, say, uh, the fight on the bridge... Okoye mm-hmm. versus the Atlanteans, and then Shuri as Black Panther against Namor. Other than that, the the fights kind of it, they did. I didn't really feel the stakes. Yeah. In those fights. Exactly. Uh, Even though I they completely the, the, flooded the Wakanda and were killing everyone. Is all right, but like when Shuri, or, sorry, Black Panther should stop saying Shuri as Black Panther. When Black Panther goes into the fight and is basically running around the side of the ship knocking people over, I don't think that choreography quite had the same momentum that we've seen in other parts. Um, if you think I back think, to yeah, the first but I my problem, like that makes film, sense, though, because, the, the, I mean, she's new. She's my problem new, with that bit, though, was, was as well, the CGI the model didn't look great. that T'Challa had as Black Panther when he's going around... Is that Madripoor? That they're in when they're going around the streets. Whatever city that is that they're going around the streets and he's running alongside the cars and chopping them up. That had its own synergy that I didn't really feel with the Black Panther just kind of running sideways alongside the ship. 
I think the thing to remember is that we really don't get Black Panther until the last half hour of the film. Yeah. So I think that that kind of makes sense, though, right? Because yeah. we are only getting this new one. We're only there, getting... Also, T'Challa was always primed to take over from T'Chaka. Exactly. So I feel like he will have had training his whole life. We're sure he was more experienced. Maybe. But I feel yes. like from a cinematography, CGI-wise perspective, that's why I didn't like the scene Josh was talking about. Yeah. Maybe. There, I there's found something he... different between uh, Tony Stark and having Robert Downey Jr. just having the heads-up display around him every now and again inside Iron Man. Uh, but it seems to be overplayed here where we've got Shuri inside of the... Uh, Ironheart. Uh, well, Riri Williams inside of the Ironheart, Okoye See, inside that's what of what the saying. Guardian Angel... What was it? The Avenging Angel or something Midnight like that. Midnight Angel. Midnight Angel. Uh, I don't know about Shuri inside a Black Panther costume, uh, but inside of the giant uh, aquatic suit. Uh, yeah. there, there's just so many shots of people suits. just kind of in that, in suits, heads up displays sort of things that it loses I, its luster a bit. I found the cinematography really bland in this. There are a few standout mm. shots, like the funeral at the beginning, when the flooding first started in... Wakanda. Yeah, the flooding but first I found, started. Like, the all rest of the bombs of it go off on the throne room and all of it being flooded. Or Ramonda carrying Riwu Williams up in, you know, trying to get out yeah. of the water. Things there like were that. A few... The fight scene at the very end, Black Panther versus Neymar. Yeah, there are a few good say... scenes, but on yeah. the whole, I just found, I was looking at camera shots and I was like, this isn't that great. Well, they've I just think kind that... of put a camera somewhere and got people to so, stand in front of it. Remember that thought. this sometimes started. That's true. Yeah, this started off as a TV series, or is the TV series still oncoming? Uh, I think the TV I... series was still oncoming, but whether they kind of merged it after Chadwick Boseman's death, because the fir the first draft of the script was completed like two days before Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah, somewhere around then. Yeah. Yeah. Which was two years ago um uh yeah two years ago for, because that was our first setup for trying to do the podcast it was like after yeah. one of our first episodes that was like end of no, 2020 tester i think yeah yeah somewhere around there so i had a quick turnaround no well they were working on this all last year i don't know yeah i mean we and were talking this time last year uh about production uh, being shut down because of leticia right <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. well, her whatever injury that she got, but also the being unvaccinated uh, anti-vax statements that came out, and them being like, "Okay, do we still make her Black Panther? Is it too late to make somebody else the Black Panther?" I was yeah. hoping they wouldn't make her Black Panther, and then when she came out of Same. the dream and she was like, "I failed," I was expecting them to give the herb to Nakia and her become. Yeah, same. Maybe I yeah. don't see why they couldn't give. I mean, there is the whole bit about tradition. Um, um, I just don't like Letitia Wright, and I didn't want her to be the character who got the title. Uh, there is a lot, uh, mainly uh, what M'Baku, uh, his role in there is basically about holding on to tradition. And that would seem to be... Uh, tradition? From, yes. From the original, from the first Black Panther film, he uh, opposed them mainly on their views on tradition and they're kind of embracing of technology and now shuri embracing tradition more and mbaku 
embracing technology more. They've kind of bridged that gap uh, to come to a mutual respect for each other. And we see at the end that we kind of separate the royalty and Black Panther from the ruling class. And Baku takes over as the ruler of Wakanda while Shuri takes on the mantle of Black Panther. The royal family is still there. Uh, You know, you've got Shuri still. You've got Prince T'Challa. I mean, yes, I feel like there was also something to be said about the desire to step away from elements of tradition because there's something... I don't exactly know what the symbolism there is, but, I mean, she's the more scientific mind. You know, the rest of the family is more tied to the traditions. Shuri's so heavily, you know, dug into science and the logical side of things that she doesn't really even... She mentions she doesn't even really believe in the spirit realm, essentially. Yeah. It's only after she's had all of this loss that she's tried to get more in touch with her roots, essentially. And maybe that's what the theme here is, to not lose your roots and and again i love all of that stuff i love all the actual wakanda dynamic and the character dynamics it's just the action movie shoved in there that i dislike that's fine yeah. so i will say this one thing that was kind of a turnoff for me was the over use of slow-mo during some parts sometimes they were cool but for the most part it kind of felt heavy-handed um, uh, almost as if, if you don't as like slow mo, is dead, guys. If you don't like slow mo, don't go see Black Adam. Hmm. <laughs> it's not not I, not uh, as heavy handed as the Snyder Cut, sure. but there's still a fair bit of slow mo in there. I feel like when I left the theater after seeing this, I was really excited by the creative choices that were done to this. I feel like so much of this was so well thought out for, like what you said, world building, adding a lot of flavor, a lot of touch of character. It. it did not really I didn't leave the theater thinking that was really hollow as far as the world and the plot hollow I, I can mm. I can see what you mean about it being kind of heavy with the like this is an action movie thing yeah cuz all I, the action I, stuff I just found shockingly underwhelming from just a filmmaking I, perspective I, I don't know about all of the action stuff anywhere there was heavy CGI, CGI and it didn't look good that would definitely pull you off but there yeah. are some great practical effects uh consider the part where uh namor is attacking wakanda and once again mbaku hey there's the fish man uh tries to come up on him from behind and they take the i don't know what to call the staff but that shatters and then namor turns and just punches through his i i thought mbaku was gonna die then I did too. Because it was such Mabaku. a brutal punch. Mabaku. What's his name? Mabaku. 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 Man, I wish I had a whole squad of people that backed me up like his friends do. Yeah, no kidding. And anytime someone, like he, some, what was it? The the river tribe put, you know, takes a jab at him and he goes, ooh, ooh. You know, they start like <laughs> ooing. I don't know if that's supposed to be. Uh, they're like, uh, I mean, they're basically like, the Hype gorilla man. tribe cavemen yeah and they're just like ooh, ooh, that burns it hurts ooh, that stings so much ooh. yeah sean has that every time he goes out to the pub his group of chavs <laughs> yes yeah um i feel like there's one I... sorry go on 
I was just going to say, I know that you have some criticisms about the action portions, but I think the part that stood out to me that made me like it, it was when Namor was flying through the air and attacking things. I, I think that they really could have floundered the portrayal. <laughs> you said the bit you really liked was him flying through the air, and me and Josh just oh, pulled my, exactly my the same part, face. Yeah, my we favorite both just part like, was when he's like, ooh, sexy. Fuck. I loved that they did what they did with Namor, and I think that they could have done a really crap job I, with everything doing this. Except, and I, I, I like everything except for the winged feet. That is not... Like, well, you're wrong. I know, whatever. I, him skating I loved, around I love the, the air, sound of the I'm surprised he didn't go tail. like, ooh, and try and do a flip or something. When he flew from just like the Mr. palace straight yes. down into the water, spear down... Honestly, I thought yeah, that was the that, coolest shit. No, that I was pretty that, cool. Yeah, him diving those, back Things into the like that, him flying through the air like he was skating. Look, it's a character that was made in 1940. and The first mutant. Yes. I think that it's a character that has been intentionally kept off of screen because people are going to see the wing feet and then say, oh, that's ridiculous. But why not? Didn't it's someone else own the rights to him for a little while? Didn't who what? Hello. Didn't someone else own the rights to Namor for a little while? I think that there was an issue with rights because he was originally tied to parts of the they, Fantastic Four universe. Oh, um, they no, never Universal co-owned him. Mm, okay. Yeah, Samariner so, is not a name that is used in here. He's I'm either Cuckoo Khan or I am Namor. I absolutely loved i gotta tell you i was i was this ready to be like all right this is not a good portrayal and then he said imperious rex yeah and i was like yes and i was the only one in the theater that was like yes when he did that <laughs> it's like the reaction I, I to the three kind of like spider-man oddly placed thing like i understand he you know the king emperor whatnot but it seems like an odd time to be like okay i am the uh imperial rex no, 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 yeah. no. He's not saying was, that he is Imperious Rex. That moment was like the three Spider-Men from No Way Home, but instead of the whole theater cheering, it's just Tyler like, woo, yeah! Mm -hmm. um, there's right. one bit uh, we've all kind of glossed over here, which is Riri Williams' Ironheart. Okay. And I want to hear what you guys think about her. I... Dominic Thorne, I thought, did a great job yeah. playing the character. I don't exactly care... <clears throat> Or the, I think other people have kind of described it as like the Power Ranger esque sort of suit that she developed. It, it reminds me of Spy Kids. Um, it was not good. Sure, and Both the, the suits were quite... exo suit, the exo suit that she uses in Boston, the CGI for that looked cheap. Oh, it reminded so me, bad. It reminded me of, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch Superman and Lois, how bad the CGI in that can be for some time. Uh, how they have steel. And you can literally see, like, the guy freezes in place. Like, literally, they freeze a picture of the guy in place while they have the suit come and form around him. It's so obvious there. But the way they I have love her the kind CW. of, like, flying in front of... Green yeah, it was terrible. It looked yeah, It was awful. so painfully obvious that it's, green It's screen. a good thing it was dark enough that you couldn't really see how bad it was. Normally they use the darkness to hide bad CGI, but that did nothing to hide it. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. And that... 
that man. Why does oh, C- why uh, does CGI do in new movies look worse than the nineties? There is so much I want to talk about for this film. Okay. I don't necessarily agree with Sean's comment about the cinematography being like. Did you say lackluster or poor? Uh, bland. There were some I mean, I genuinely see... good scenes, but a lot of it just kind of felt like they'd put a camera in front of people and just recorded it how it was. I'm not going to disagree with that because I feel like that's the majority of way things yeah. are shot, especially I, these days. I think Black Panther 1 had better cinematography and Creed, I remember, yeah. having decent cinematography. So I know Ryan Coogler can direct Black well. Black Panther had better sets. The original Black it Panther had, had It sets. had sets. The, the <laughs> Whereas last... this was green screen. Well, think about the, the final fight scene. You have the final fight scene on land. I know it's just, you know, people versus people. We had that here, but fighting on just, like, the top of a submarine is kind of bland versus fighting, like, once again, fighting on land. But then the the final fight that you had between Black Panther and Killmonger was in the mines, and you had these moving... Yeah, it was not good. The CGI was not good, but from a creative standpoint, it was better than just them stood on top of a platform on top of a submarine. I don't have an issue with it because... I think that the focus is about, you know, against Namor, and I feel like it makes sense for it to be as simple as possible for a conflict. The idea is we're going to trap him. That's it. I don't need that much. I think yeah. that if you, they yeah, did more, it would be heavy-handed. One, Sam Raimi said that when you have a fight scene, you need to have it in a location so that it, the audience feels the environment, like the train scene from... Reference. Yeah, so the train scene from Spider-Man 2 you you know exactly what's going on. Like, you can see the characters moving around this environment. You know where each character is. But on that submarine, it wasn't even like a normal submarine. It was just literally a floating square platform in the ocean. Yes. And it was just so bland. And Whereas with the train scene from the first one, while, yes, the CGI wasn't good, it had some cool ideas. The terrain scene? Or the train. Train. Scene? Trains. Because yes. they're fighting on terrain, yes. but they're also fighting around yes. trains. Um, at least that had some environment where you could see them moving around things. It was a bit more creative and fun. And using the environment. Mm, yeah. They're not... Uh, the, the Dora Milaje coming over the side, uh, I thought was really cool. Those We'd suits already seen that in the trailer. awful. The Every, Iron Man suits. Almost everything that was cool, we saw in the trailer. There wasn't much that they held back. Um, we did have the part where there's the broken uh, ship that Shuri uses to basically just blast Namor in the back. Mm-hmm. That whole, like, turning the engines on and just hitting him with the flames from the rocket was That so reminds unexpected. me. I'm actually really happy you brought that up because something that you guys uh, mentioned was the use of music here. And I got to tell you, I think the choice to remove music from the background of the scenes, uh, like the fighting scene on the bridge, mm-hmm. the fighting scene at the end, I think is actually a better choice because it enhances the feeling of drama and you get to experience the effects of her claws digging into Namor's back more, the ripping of the wings, the explosion of the ship the, on the bridge. I mean, you get to hear the sound of the spear penetrating the bridge as she's being pushed back. I think that actually enhances things more. There should be more choices to say, okay, when is music going to be appropriate here and when is it going to actually yeah. be it, it uh, was just a different choice for music style. There were a lot of choices that in some ways broke uh, away from the Marvel mold. 
and I think they did well in several places, and in other places where it seems like they were hamstrung by trying to stick to the Marvel mold, yeah. it did not work out very well. Uh, it should have been more, maybe it should have been more of its own movie or like its own style instead of sticking to the Marvel. I would have loved just a much more just character-driven drama. You could have maybe still had some yeah. of the political aspect in there with an antagonist, but just less of an action movie antagonist. Yeah, because there, there's so much... Uh, there are several things that are built up. There's a lot of stuff that is set up uh, that I don't think they really pay off in the end just yet. There's the whole idea, you know, the world does not know about Taylor Khan yet. Even after all of this event all of the events unfold they still think this is all wakanda the you know without martin freeman's character there uh you know the president wants to attack wakanda like they still have a target on their back at the end of the movie nothing Mm -hmm. is really resolved there like the u.s still wants to go after wakanda well is it that the president of the united states wants to i thought it was the president was commanding uh, them to no, 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 no. Remember, it was the CIA having a conversation with somebody else from another represent, yeah. uh, from no, another that nation. No, that the guy from the other was not from the other nation. That was the United States. That was it, a. Well, the reason I say that is because his plaque didn't say United States. It he, said that's Eunice. It that's, says Eunice. That's United States. Yes. Okay. When I first yeah, saw that, I thought the shot was mirrored. Yeah. Etats states E-tats, backwards. Yeah. Etats Eunice is the United States in uh French? I don't know if it's French or uh hold on. Etats Unice I don't know what language it is, but it that means United States. I don't know if it's I'm just uh, gonna say that yes, it's French. Yeah. Or is it so Swiss? That's, because I can't the they were in were they in Switzerland, Geneva. Yeah, Geneva. Was it so maybe yes. Swiss they had it in? I don't no, know. No, they have they speak French mm. there. I don't know. I've never been to Switzerland. I know. Um, I know. That's okay. You wouldn't be invited. Too poor. To the Geneva Convention? No, you're like a walking like yeah, conflict no, of the, the guy, Geneva Convention. That guy was the U.S. Secretary of State. Okay. Did Tyler not think well, the guy speaking with the American accent was an American? They're just you know so bad American accents. accents and yeah, fuck you. Oh my god. They're... So how about this? There's Here's so my much that I want to talk about for this film. There's just so many fun facts and little things to call out. But Tyler, you do your thing first. Well, what I wanted to ask was it, let's let's criticize the different parts of it because we've talked about music. We talked about the CGI, the cinematography. Oh. Let's talk about the actual plot of it. Let's just go back to what about- Riri Williams quickly. Because mm-hmm. we spoke about the costume design, but we didn't actually speak about her character at all. I thought the actress did a decent job, but I found her character kind of didn't like have a lot to do in there. I didn't really like that choice for an actress. I feel like it was weird. It didn't really feel like the character that I've read before. Okay, Fair I don't know but she was a crap character. character in the I don't comics. really care for Brian Michael Bendis. This I is mean, why I like you, Josh. Bendis had a uh, hand in Riri Williams. And, he invented uh, the fucking character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I wanted. I just. I wanted to segue into that because as soon as Prince T'Challa is introduced, 
I was like, keep Bendis away from this kid because they're going to want to, like, age him up by, like, a decade and some to bring him into the fold. You guys can keep making that tired old joke about it. I, I, I don't disagree with you about, on it. I'm just saying that her, his, he invented Riri Williams. He is responsible for the character. And honestly, the way that they portrayed her as far as, like, having the Massachusetts, like, MIT schooling... Um, building her own Iron Man suit uh, yeah. in her off time in a garage. That's all canon. And also being from Chicago, they, they don't really mention it in this, but her origin Once. is that her, her parent was uh, killed in a drive-by. Mm -hmm. uh, her dad was. and that They was... allude to it. They do mention yeah. Chicago. Mm -hmm. Come see a, a so, Bulls game. Uh, yeah. I, I probably due to uh, time constraints, it would have been really cool to see her more shots of her building the suit. Yeah. She kind of was just there, honestly. We, we did see that really one scene her. of her cutting out like a little piece of metal with a blowtorch. The heart. Cutting yeah. out the heart. And that was it. The issue I have with that is that the way that she kind of comes up with... I mean, the the way she comes into be, taking on the mantle is she talks with an AI, Tony Stark, that is manifested after he's died. So I feel like that would have been cool to do at some yeah. point. Maybe that. I, in the I thought people were. They can't afford Rob Downey anymore. That we would see some archive footage of Tony Stark or something related to Tony Stark in this. Mm -hmm. uh, it does seem like her research is funded by the grant system that he set up at the start mm -hmm. of Infinity War. I think it mm -hmm. was. And she's mentioned in one of the previous movies in passing, but not directly by name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's go back to that original question. Let's look at like the actual overall plot of this plot. film, the story of the actual film. A what story is told here, and I think it's... I hate you. <laughs> no, I, I think it's executed really well. Uh, the introduction, the conflict that arises between these two nations. Uh, I think there's just certain things that could have been delivered on more. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it, the, the typical Marvel... Uh, items that you would see in a marvel film teases to other properties connections to other properties uh was somewhat i would say downplayed in this mm -hmm. you know i we... feel go ahead sorry i i'm getting a bit away from the plot and more of like things i would have wanted to see you know the idea that wakanda no, revealing think... themselves as a powerhouse and then that being a danger to Taylor Khan because now the world is looking and they're looking for vibranium and that would be a danger to Taylor Khan if they are discovered. It would have been interesting for them to say, okay, let's take this technology and see where else in the world vibranium exists and somehow bringing in like Latveria hasn't really been referenced in the MCU and Doctor Doom. Mm -hmm. if they had, it would have been cool if maybe they had included maybe just a tiny reference there like, oh, I think, you know, somewhere over here near serbia we're seeing you know evidence of vibranium over here or just in the united nations thing you just hear like an eastern european person like one of the representatives but you don't see what country he's from and he's very Maybe. pro getting adamantium not adamantium yeah. vibranium there, there there are all of these kind of secret hidden not quite revealed to the world communities all around in let you know shang chi we had I think they said that was also called Talo. The, the the river the people that were hidden behind the bamboo forest. 
that we mm -hmm. see the final battle for Shang Chi. That's another hidden uh, community that would like to stay hidden, and it would have been interesting to see how this maybe affects these other communities or tease other communities that are trying to stay hidden but might be revealed. Mm -hmm. I feel like overall the story is written as best as it could have been uh, mm -hmm. executed. Yeah. I think that when you look at the way that it sets up this uh, loss of a main character, the kind of boredom and you know confusion, unknowing what to do built up around that, and trying to find your best foot forward uh, they, from there. Yeah. I think they did a really good job on they, that. They I were putting that... their back foot uh, mm -hmm. due to uh, Chadwick Boseman's death, and I think they made lemonade uh, with the lemons they were dealed, dealt here. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would love to see what the original idea was for the Black Panther sequel, but I sure. think they definitely... It's not, you know, making do with what you have. I think they definitely excelled with what they had yeah uh, I, think... I know once again the cgi crunch the fight sequences were definitely not up to yeah par, i i would have liked to see this story were very well done yeah i would have liked to see this story you could use the same script just make the film better make it a higher quality film with better cgi just see yeah so let's That's just let's gonna take appeal CGI to out of your fanboy because whatever. No, because I said I said I said keep the same script because it's not a story problem. It's just a filmmaking problem I have with it. When you're looking at the the fight sequences themselves, realistically, there's only like fifteen to twenty minutes of fight sequences actually happening in this film. The rest mm -hmm. of the film is character driven and interaction. So I agree that there are a lot of points where it does feel like a heavy handed action film. At the same time, I have to recognize that the action sequences that do go on are actually few, which is good because most of this is revolving around how do we resolve this, what do we do from here, and I think that that shows a better quality of storytelling than what we've seen in some of the more recent Marvel stuffs, and I think that... I would actually also have to give credit to a lot of the way that the cinematography played well with scenes like the ending sequence with what just like highlighting Shuri or the uh, sequence with showing Telokan, you know, you're you painting wanna... around, you're getting to see. Um, I think one sort of issue or, you know, I think was kind of maybe underdeveloped and at certain points it did a great job was the kind of foreshadowing and the parallels that are written into this uh, mm. I saw someone comment that uh, when they Okoye and Shuri come to get Riri Williams uh, she throws a uh, speaker at them and that gets cut in half and that parallels uh, the Atlanteans uh, taking out the uh, signal in the bottom of the submarine oh. And then yeah, I wouldn't at, have made that connection. I, I know it's a very uh, loose connection, Deep. but then she goes to throw a humidifier or a heater, and they say, "Oh, that's uh, foreshadowing them using that on Namor to dry him out later on." Oh, wow! I uh... Uh, yeah. Hmm. So later on in the big fight sequence, well, I'll get to that in a minute. So there are so many parallels to. Winter Soldier uh, or the Black Panther film in this film. So mm -hmm. the way that King T'Chaka 
dies is he's at a, I think that was a UN meeting, uh, but he's I basically blown up UN in not quite a throne room, but he's on basically the podium and he is blown up from behind through the giant glass windows the same way that the Queen Ramonda is basically blown up from all of the water bombs that are thrown in front of her. Mm -hmm. So she dies much the same way that the king does. So there's all these parallels between what has happened to uh, T'Challa and what happens with Shuri. Everything's kind of, everybody, once again, we're going back to kind of English literature, whatever class, everybody is a foil to Shuri in this movie. You can compare Mm. everybody to Shuri here. I want to point out the uh, revolving plot points that uh, have to do with uh, colonization and uh, racial uh, inequity. Because in the first film, the conflict that leads up to Killmonger becoming who he is is because T'Chaka's brother goes to America undercover to see how the way of life is there. And once he sees that black Americans are put into these positions the way that they are. I want a Borat-style mockumentary of T'Chaka's brother going to America. I think maybe Sterling K. Brown would totally be up for that. I think Because when Tyler said he goes to America, all I could hear was Borat going, we go to America! It does kind of become a sort of reflection like Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. Like, they go from being... You know, kind of exploratory, keep our, well, not exactly uh, Martha the King, but they do become like, okay, we're going to, you know, become kind of Black Panthers here. And they were planning certain attacks with Mm -hmm. vibranium bombs or something. I think that that was what it was, because the way that his brother uh, said that they needed to resolve it was by basically... uh, invading and much the same way that namor thinks that he needs to react like Mm -hmm. if i don't attack them now they will find me and attack me later yeah and the reason why we know see that is because uh his mother dies uh and he wants to bury her on the surface per her wishes uh because later on in life she was sorrowful that she and she missed her way of life up there he gets Mm -hmm. up to the land and he sees a slave plantation uh where um, immediately you are introduced to a uh, train basically of people tied together to one another uh, on a mm-hmm. what I'm assuming is what was a uh, natural resource around that time it, it doesn't matter what like a sugarcane um, plantation yeah 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 yeah. thank you um, once he sees that and sees you know people that look like him are enslaved and being dominated by white colonizers who are speaking uh Spanish, Spanish, I believe. Spanish. Yeah. He immediately has an emotional reaction to it and has led that to be his understanding of the people on the surface. Mm-hmm. And it's not that different from what T'Chaka's brother felt. I think that there's... It's shocking and it elicits a very... Uh, I don't know what to call Strong it. Strong emotional yeah. response. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting that this is the second time we see it because Wakanda is a secluded, private, no one is allowed in country. Mm-hmm. And that has protected them, but it also has limited them from interactions with the rest of the world. 
to the extent that they have an almost isolated privilege I'm not because sure if of it's that. limited them. I think it's their choice to limit themselves. Yes, absolutely, but it's still a limitation. And I guess the thing I'm trying to get at is because they have that privilege, they have, they're so advanced, they're able to contain themselves and keep people uh, out, it removes them from the struggles from the rest of the world. And while they might sympathize with it, they get to it's sit on not, the sidelines and watch instead of do yes. something. And meanwhile, people who are actually struggling are saying, we need to do something, you need to do something, and they keep getting into that position. So I think that this being the second time we see this, if there is going to be a third one, that's going to come to the head. And eventually Wakanda well, is going to be forced to interact with this world and the, see the struggles of others. Yeah. Well, they at the end of the first Black Panther, they create all of those outreach locations. That's one of the locations that's attacked by the French mercenaries. Mm -hmm. The lab that's attacked. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe the orphanage in Haiti, I don't know if that's an uh, outreach center. I think they're, I think Okoye, not Okoye, uh, Nakia is doing that basically out of her own resources. I gotta but tell you, I'm really disappointed by the lack of Nakia. Lupita Nyong'o deserved much bigger in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nakia was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Absolutely, There's... she's so interesting. Yeah, and, and once again, as at well. the end of the movie, it's revealed that she had uh, Prince T'Challa's son. She was pregnant with uh, Prince T'Challa uh, right at the right as uh, Infinity War happened, and he is dusted. Five years later, he comes back. Uh, this kid is, I don't know how old the actor is, I want to put him maybe around seven or eight, so he only had a, a year, two years, uh, with King T'Challa, uh, mm -hmm. before he died, uh, but they tried to keep his existence, uh, a secret, which is, if you remember back at the, uh, bonfire by the river, uh, the queen almost tells that secret to Shuri. Yeah, she goes to tell a secret. Uh, there's another scene where Okoye and Nakia are talking right before uh, right before Namor and his people attack Wakanda. Once again, she talks about what T'Challa was to her. Mm -hmm. And she almost mentions uh, her son at that point, yeah. too, it seems. You know what? We're also seeing an interesting collection of uh, different perspectives uh, because T'Challa was raised to be Black Panther to eventually become king leading up to his power and his role Shuri was raised in the nation as well but issues tradition it, it and never more seem, of the yeah, it never seems like the assumption is there that if Prince Ramon, Queen Ramonda was to die that she would assume the throne there's not that mm -hmm. it, sort of a, it doesn't seem like that thought is even there it's just you know mom's gonna live forever sort of yeah. thing, or somebody else so, will assume the throne. Taking that into consideration, since we are introduced to a now new Prince T'Challa, who is being raised outside of Wakanda, those same two plot points from the first and second film now are probably going to be reflected within him, because he is not living in that isolation of the world, that removal from the experience. And while he might be educated on some of the culture... He's getting to experience what the world is actually like. So he's going to have he's a not, natural yeah, he's bias. He's not grown up. He doesn't grow up with the excesses of wealth either. He's exactly. growing up in, I mean, it's basically an orphanage. It's a school orphanage yeah. sort of environment. He's having a worldly experience. Mm -hmm. It's, 
I really don't want to necessarily say that it's biblical in a way, but I definitely think that there's something to be said about the desire to say, okay, I need to know the world in order to have my opinions, in order to better understand it. So kind of like that uh, discovery of Jesus when we get to him at the age of like 30 or something. Uh, It's that whole period, that gap of I want to understand things more instead of just limiting myself to this one worldview. So I think that's interesting. I think that this is going to come to a head in a very, hopefully, well put together light. I, 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 I am excited not gonna to lie. see what comes next for yeah. everybody from Wakanda, Namor and his people. Um, I, I think I just want to maybe reiterate that I think this is perhaps I, I know Sean kind of poo poos on this, but I think this is probably the best characterization that we are going to get for Namor. I mean, he's not just a dick he is noble in his pursuits of mm-hmm. protecting his people like you can you can see where he is coming from mm-hmm. with his arguments it might you know well for the most part you wouldn't lash out at other people mm-hmm. sean we don't hear you sorry i muted myself um i just kind of found his plan a little all over the place like i said earlier him sending them to capture the scientists and trying to kill them before they delivered it when they yeah. would doing what Wild he asked card, bitches. <laughs> yeah and then he was he just kind of randomly decided he was going to like well fuck wakanda i'm gonna just kill them all flood them kill them yeah fuck them well I, he wasn't he did trying say to kill specifically them all he, he was, was trying, trying to, to send yeah. a message yeah. yeah but look what i can what do tr- if you're not with me you're against me and i will literally drown you well or it was also we specifically it, it was a key it was a a, a tactile attack to go for the royalty knowing that black panther was going to be around the idea was to limit the power there and say you don't have a choice now that was the idea or even motivate them to get the black panther back because he didn't seem surprised at all that shuri became the black panther well i don't think he had enough time to think on that right so uh i this, this was another thing that i wanted to step back on uh, was the parallels that we see at the towards the end when Shuri decides to spare Namor and she basically sees how similar they are. They're trying to protect their people. They're trying mm-hmm. to be a good you know, ruler. And I thought the parallels that we saw were a little weak for what we should have seen. I think they should have really dressed those up a bit more, really brought them to the mm, forefront. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I definitely feel like it wasn't just about, oh, hey, he and I are kind of similar. I think it's also, if I do this, if I do kill him, what about the people? Because he is, in, in a way, their god. Yeah. You know, he's not referred to as king, as Mbaku says. He's Kukulkan. Uh, he is the deity. He is the person who's been leading them for all this time. So it would destabilize that entire race of people. So it's also that question of, what about his people and my people? Yes, we're similar because we're trying to protect our nations and protect our people, but the people are the ones who are being harmed by this the most right now. And ultimately, I think that that was the, the thing that made yeah. her choice, was that the people I are think, the ones who are being harmed by this the most. Yeah. I Well, I think she's, you know, once again, she is seeing the parallels between her people and his people. And at a certain point, I think she's looking at it and seeing, like, if Killmonger had gotten his way and it had been Killmonger versus Namor, this fight would have gone very different. There might not have been a fight. They may have sided with each other. 
sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Most likely. And basically yeah. seeing, like, he's doing the same thing that I would have done or that maybe Killmonger or somebody else would have done in his place. I think the suit design for Shuri, having reflections of gold, kind of the same way that Killmonger had his, yeah. was a really good creative choice. Yes. I think that that's very subtle. It doesn't really... It's not expressed directly, but I think that there is something there. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes has this sitting at 86% with 95% on audience score. Too high. And I'm very... I disagree. I think that that's a pretty good score for a review-wise. Like, 86%? I think that's totally valid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, I'm probably somewhere around, like, 8 out of 10, probably, for this film. Sorry, Man, you Sean. really just didn't like this at all, did you, Sean? I, no, he didn't. I, I didn't Sean hate just it. doesn't care about black people. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was a terrible film, but 8 out of 10 seems too high, considering we... It was all the colonizer jokes. Yeah. Uh... No, I'm just surprised because me, me and the Josh fight, have the agreed on the bad CGI, and you still have a good film here. Agreed. Mm, I don't know if we do. Okay, that's your. I would choice. like to ask you this: your, your opinion. I just find I like it funny that we started this and Josh was like, "I'm going to change Sean's mind on this movie." And, and then, Sean's just like, then, "No, I don't think no, so." No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. But then we proceeded to agree on every single point throughout this conversation. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I mean, you're weighting outcomes. things different. I think you're putting a lot of weight behind the CGI being bad, the action scenes being a little subpar. I think you're I weighting those very heavily against the story. You don't. You didn't care for the characterization of Namor. Yeah, even like without me dissecting it and thinking, what did I like? What didn't I like? I just walked out of the theater just feeling a bit like meh. I mean, okay, you're just not my, the only just one my who's felt initial that way, gut reaction was just kind of, it was fine. Well, okay, let me ask you this: If you think, I think this will be fun. If you had the ability to improve on it, what would you change uh, for the better, or what would you remove that you think was uh, harmful to the film? Um, I maybe would have set Namor up for a third movie and had this one dealing with the country coming to terms with Charles' death and having to re-establish themselves as a global superpower in the UN field. I feel like that was kind of already it, done, though, both of those things. But just have it be a little more political without the action movie in there. I think this could have been a saying. really special movie that hadn't addressed grief and really paid homage and did something really powerful, but I don't think it did. I think that what you're saying is the... There was a lot of getting through the plot, and maybe that it needed more time to breathe, to focus on things like the political aspect, yeah. like the setting up. You're now. I mean, this is an almost three-hour-long film. Yeah, but I never felt like it's there was a moment long. to breathe. It was very. There was always something happening. I, think I don't know. I either just... of the funerals was really a moment to breathe. The. Right before yeah, so I, I got attacks. to three minutes into the movie. Great. <laughs> yeah, I, the second funeral, though. Uh, right when Okoye and Nakia are talking, right before Namor attacks Wakanda, that I think is also some breathing room right there. Yeah. This is going to be a weird comparison, but hear me out when I say this. So, one of the things that I thought was a... 
an interesting creative choice oh. about Man of Steel that I think a lot of people kind of glossed over. I was just reading about is, that. Uh, the little subtle elements that we see, because we get that in this film as well. You know, things that aren't directly stated or addressed, but they're shown. Like the people that are guarding Shuri. You know, they're not warriors. They're just random people that are, you know, holding weaponry. But that's the thing is a lot of these people aren't warriors trained for war. Same thing with like Man of Steel. You get little sequences where it's little baby Clark being picked on and he's holding a, a Socrates or a Plato book. And like that's like where he's learning his morals along with his parents. Things like that. Sorry. I thought you were going for the uh, Batman v Superman face off at you know, towards the end of the film, and I think maybe the it would have been a little bit more impactful, Shuri uh, holding Namor at the tip of the spear if they had both had, you know, their mothers had the same name. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think that there's ways of doing that, and sometimes that's not going to be executed well, or it's going to be missed. Yeah. And I or can definitely maybe that's what the film lacked was like a third <clears throat> or a second antagonist for them to team up against. But I feel like then uh, that would have made an already busy movie even busier, even more yeah. busy. I agree. Well, I you know, like I said, there were certain plot points that didn't exactly pan out just yet. Like I said, the president wanted to attack Wakanda, and maybe they could have fought back against that together. But that would have revealed Taylor Khan. To the rest of the world i think the problem with that idea though is that that has been done so many times it has with... and that probably would have been maybe you know received some derision for being not exactly creative uh but it seemed like maybe that's what it needed to keep you know usually what it takes to get two people together you know it's kind of maybe throwing sean for a loop that they fought each other and now have agreed to settle their differences without i was i was fine with that i didn't need like one of them to win and one of them to lose um going back to the ratings you said tyler that it's got an 84 um critic score and a 95 percent audience score um my opinion on this movie was it was not as good as the first one would you guys agree or disagree that's difficult to say. Because I, I would I say like the first one was more entertaining. Uh, action was better. Uh, I don't know if the first movie quite had the interactions that we've seen in here. More one-on-one Maybe talks. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to tell um, us what the Rotten Tomato score is for Black Panther? Yes. So the critic score for Black Panther is 96%. Yeah. Which is... 12% High higher. critical acclaim. Yep. And the audience score is 79%. And maybe that will level out to about the same level yeah, because, over the next few weeks. Um, Black Panther 1 has over 50,000 ratings, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever has around 5,000. Yeah. Well, it takes some time. Remind We're me just here. right here in the first weekend. Yeah. And also, remind me, because at... I think that the box office score was kind of low for this week, right? Um, I think they're going to come out this weekend uh, just under $200 million. I saw $300 million worldwide, maybe. Yeah, okay. Oh, you know what? I'm actually looking at a Times article. Uh, it was a drought within the first two days, but uh, they are breaking a November record as of today. Okay. 
maybe that was just for like the one night or you know so far through friday or saturday mm. yeah worldwide it's around 330 million or maybe yeah, i was looking right. at just in the u.s well uh yeah domestic is 180 million yeah and okay, also imdb I... the first black panther has a 7.3 and the second one has a 7.4 Okay. IMDb is really harsh. It's intense. Yes, it is. I, I think yeah. I've said as no, much before. Think... Like anything that's like a six or better is actually you know really good on IMDb. Agreed. Because no, I think yeah. you guys are too generous with your scores sometimes. Mm. Maybe. Uh, to me, you think Josh is generous with his scores? Oh yeah, I am. Sean, Him? No. Sean. No, Josh is just extremely uneven with his scores. <laughs> Everything's an eight. Bad, it's an eight. Good, it's an eight. Um, Low sensitivity. Okay, that scene of her running along the side of a ship is also in the trader and it has better CGI than in the movie. That was weird. Hmm. Maybe um, your screen just has a maybe. better resolution than the movie. I it's, saw it in a shit theater. That theater was falling apart. Not yeah, good. This was supposed to be a high-end theater where they, like, have people come to your seat and take orders for food, all that kind of shit, deliver food to your seats. Nah, man. I looked like I was about to go on, like, a business retreat and someone was going to come onto the floor and say, okay, guys, let's talk about teamwork. <laughs> but I got, the che the seats were cheap, though. I paid, like, $10 for each ticket in the evening. So, not a bad deal. <laughs> Um, Still? Yeah, okay. so rating this, I don't know if I necessarily want to give it a number because I feel like it's too difficult for me to decide on because then I need to work out. You, you seem like ones. you were disappointed by the film. I think it was fine. It's because sure, I you're went Black in... Panther. Yeah, there were just a lot of black people in this movie, weren't there? There were, aren't there? Yeah. No, it's I, like, think, it's almost... I think it was a fine movie. It wasn't bad, but I think it had so much potential to be better, and I was excited for it because I was expecting it to be a lot better. It mm. was fine. I would say it's the best Marvel film of the year. Um, It's definitely... Yeah. Yeah, there's no competition there. Maybe Morbius no. beats it out. <laughs> um, looking at last year's stuff, obviously Spider-Man's higher than it. I had more fun with Black Widow. I would put this on par with Shang-Chi. I had more fun mm. with Shang-Chi than Black Widow. Both were pretty good but i think shang chi was more fun i didn't like aquafina though which probably impacts we know that's, you don't like that's your problem I'm yeah no i know I'm like I know. strong her female voice. Her voice is so fucking oof yeah her voice is annoying and she was just a mary sue she, it's she the learned best. she like became the best archer in the planet in like an hour yes in the planet in the whole <laughs> yes that's it <laughs> with magical gifted arrows look inside your heart find your spirits there you go it guides you arrow pierce go um, um, I yeah, went into I this with low expectations. With low? Yeah, I That's actually surprising. went into this thinking, oh, this is probably not good. Why? Because you cried at the first one. There's a scene at the end where Killmonger is about to die, and he's looking out at the water and says, fuck it, just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors, and then fucking kills himself. Mm. Are you shitting me? That's so intense. Yeah. That was the scene that I was like, fun. holy fuck. Let's talk about something more fun. Like, who 
where are all the other cameos in this film? Like, where I was feel Stanley? Like more of the Avengers. More of the Avengers should have shown up at the funeral. Bucky should have been at the funeral. It was like Wakanda's only at the funeral. Nobody else was. That was a little in. weird. Now that you say that, because a lot of people made friends with. That is weird. But I guess it's a private affair. It's a country affair. They don't really like outsiders yeah. being there because they didn't like Bucky being there, but T'Challa was doing them a favor. It's not very. The country, in case you haven't noticed, isn't very welcoming of outsiders. In case the well, they're trying to keep the secret. More outsiders, more potential for your secret to be outed. Yeah. This is definitely on the like higher end of phase four for me. I did not hate this I... movie. I just felt a little. It. I was just a but bit down. underwhelmed by it. Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever could definitely be more isolated uh, from the rest of the Marvel films mm-hmm. than other films could be. Um, yeah. Here's the we... thing. I think that the fact that the there was successes in the breaking of the Marvel mold where there were successes is something to be praised because too often now are we seeing this overly safe mediocre you know cookie cutter concept of how things are going to play out because it's marvel that's why i would have loved it just to not have a superhero antagonist just create a political movie dealing with grief and nobody's gonna go see a a political marvel movie no one wants it's a marvel movie uh, tyler people would faceless hordes of enemies more than marvel films like just faceless hordes of U.S. soldiers just invading, you know, all of the different countries of the world, ganging up on Wakanda. Yeah, that's what people wanted. I think that the ways in Never which Never go it's, into it's a succeed- land war in Africa. <laughs> Good advice. I guess I'm just saying... Let's get that Something that we've t-shirt. mentioned before. <laughs> something that I th- I've mentioned before is when you look at a story for anything, it doesn't matter what format it is, it's film, comic, whatever... If you look at the, is it succeeding in what it's uh, seeking out to do? Is it succeeding in its goal for the development, the plot, its execution in some elements? That's the thing that you necessarily should be judging it for, right? Like Because I also feel like there were parts that I personally would have liked to have added, removed, etc. Sure. I think the things that ended up being unnecessary was the inclusion of Riri Williams without her being so much more substantial in it. She did okay, feel a little shoe in It's that. It's more of like an introduction than actually truly including her in the plot. Like Yes. Uh, there, I think they are setting her up. There is the armor wars that is coming up. I think maybe she does have her own solo project. She's got uh, a Disney eventually. Plus series coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Armor Wars is going to be made into a film now, right? It is a film now, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, One thing I will actually compliment this movie on is I quite like this poster. It's still the typical floating heads concept, which isn't great, but but I think it's interestingly executed. Sort of thing. Agreed. Yeah. Like, the top half is like a generic Marvel movie. So, like, the top half is like the Wakandans. And and the bottom half is Avatar. Yeah, and then it's like mirrored in the reflection of the water and yeah, underneath the you have parallels between the, the two countries, the two people. Yeah. And also the buildings in the background, you have all the amazing architecture of Wakanda and then you've yeah. got the Mayan temples underneath. I like that poster. Yeah, I feel like Oh, you know what? This is one thing that I kind of this is the same complaint that I had with Black Panther. 
I feel like the choice to cast Americans for a lot of these roles was kind of weird. I feel like it would have it's it, it can't be that hard to find African actors to play some of these characters, right? Because I didn't know who Letitia Wright was I, before these films. I, Letitia Wright is British. Yes. Lupita Nyong'o is Nigerian. I, exactly, but that's my point. Is is there are African actors that probably could have filled a lot of these roles, and I honestly would have preferred that just because. Also, so many times um, when I'm hearing these accents, the, it just sounds very forced. I know he did a good like. I know you might think he was African after watching this movie, but um. Martin Freeman is also English. No way. <laughs> Bilbo? Uh, <laughs> I, I... I don't know. Maybe it's not a fair criticism. One, you saying I don't that, have necess- one thing I would like to follow that on by is saying, I wish there was more African influence in the songs they chose. Not the score, but the mm-hmm. songs. Like You don't think some of the songs... I mean, it seemed like some of the songs Rihanna were- being in there was weird. She's... Yes, she's That's black. That's her first song in years. Yes, she's black, but she's Caribbean. She's from like I, I don't know what the song was playing when we were yes. actually introduced to Tyler Khan. It seemed like it was... I can't remember what the song was, but it didn't seem like it was in English. Uh, no, it was in uh, Spanish. Yeah. I just felt like this is going to be a big movie, like, regardless of uh, it's got a Rihanna song at the end. No one is going oh, to see the movie. I don't know if people Rihanna really song. care about that part. Exactly. If you got some like a so, Rihanna song in the beginning, like a James Bond film, sure. But yeah, but I feel like they could have just like hired a well-known African musician that's more known over there. Might not have been a bad idea either. Yeah, uh, I just think that would have. You had the guys yeah. that played the the waterboard that opened the force the... field. <laughs> yeah, no, the the guys that were playing the waterboard I saw was like some friend of Chadwick Boseman that had been playing the drums in uh, the first Black Panther film. Oh. Uh, Interesting. I, I, I wanted to bring up uh, language and its use in this film. Um, the Most of most of the subtitle languages that we see are, you know, anything normal is in white. French is in white. Uh, but it's... Uh, the Wakanda language is in yellow and then the Taylor Khan language is in blue and they Mayan. have like a different you know, Mayan. Uh, it's they have different fonts as well and i i like that addition not mm, not it wasn't in papyrus i don't like it okay but the thing i didn't like uh was how any of the locations yes that were i was shown, about to mention this and, and those you. were in the wakanda language is so lazy because it's basically just a cipher or a stand-in for each letter. Each character represents a different yeah. letter in the name when translated to English is so lazy. It's it's literally like, instead of Agreed. A, we're doing this, it's just a plain substitution. Where Which I think is not how language works. Yeah, that's not and great. It but also just when we kind see Tello Khan understand. and we have the different, like, almost kind of kanji-style characters uh, for Tello Khan, I thought that looked great. Fantastic. I just also didn't like how it kept translating the location. It just kind of took me out. I didn't mind bit. that. I th- I thought that was fun. I think that that made sense. For Would you rather have it said this? This was shot in New England, and this was shot in Alberta. This part was shot in Spain. <laughs> guys, guys. This part was shot. We're in Haiti. We shot this part in Massachusetts. We really <laughs> shot this at MIT. I didn't even I... say the actual filming locations. It was just weird having like the African letters, and then it just did that like weird little decryption thing, translating into. Mm-hmm. English. Do we know what language is? Is it just Wakandan? Is the language? I think it's just. Wakandan. I assume so. Yeah. 
I don't know if they have a name for the language. We could look it up. That's an easy Google search. Google search, Google search, find me a Google search. Dear, hey, Google. Hey, Google. Tell me. Let's just go Wakandan language. Showtimes for Black Panther. It's uh, Shosa. Shosha. I see that. X-H-O-S-E. Mm-hmm. Isn't she the actress in Doctor Strange? <laughs> she, it's uh, one of the official languages of South Africa and Zimbabwe. Interesting. Huh. Okay. 19 million speakers in total. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, not only par- So I wanted to take this just a little bit wider and talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Kind of in its place in phase four i think we're still in phase four this is the very this is the last movie four. of phase four yeah this is the end of phase four and its place inside of the mcu uh because there are certain themes i think that have kind of been repeated uh throughout uh this whole phase four we, we finished off what was the in, yeah what was the infinity saga was phase one through phase three and basically anything after endgame save for homecoming or uh far from far home, from home. Yeah, save for Far From Home, everything, even Far From home, home, really. That was more all of an epilogue, of stuff, I yeah. feel. But it still ties into Phase 4, which, like you said, is about legacy. The inheritance, the new generation of people taking on the mantle of certain figures. In the TV shows, in the movies, because the TV shows are part of the phases now. Mm-hmm. So, people taking on the new mantle dealing with the grief of loss uh you know we all watch she hulk and they talk about everybody has daddy issues uh but i think for this movie everybody had kind of mommy issues Mm -hmm. you know both uh shuri and namor both had some mommy issues remind me uh, sorry to take it off topic for just a second blade was a part of phase four originally or was it always phase five phase five Uh, always five yeah it's it's kind of murky right now, but yeah, Phase 5. Uh, I, I think there was something else that was supposed to... I think Ant-Man was kind of supposed to be included in Phase 4. Uh, but the, the kind of delineation between 4, 5, and 6 was fuzzy up until D23 back in September. And then they've really kind mm-hmm. of said, all of this is Phase 4. This is where Phase 5 starts. This is kind of where Phase 6 starts. Not everything from Phase right. 6 has been revealed. No, uh, but we do kind of have Avengers a roadmap for. We do have a roadmap for everything that is going to be part of Phase Five, starting with Ant Man, and I think the next thing for TV shows, uh, not including, yeah. Uh, well, we have What If season two. Um, I think we still have the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, but fuck that. So, why fuck that? It's. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yes. It's terrible. It's by James yes, Gunn. It's terrible. <laughs> we don't care. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll probably be fun, but it's just so. It's like, what if we made Guardians of the Galaxy more Guardians of the Galaxy? Let's flanderize it to the nth degree. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Yeah. So, um, the place inside of Phase Four, I think there is an overarching theme that is very apparent here, like you said, legacy. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't. I don't really know what to say next about that. I don't know if you guys have some well, thoughts. Well, Phase Five doesn't necessarily 
have a lot of reveal for plot right now, but I mean, looking at the introduction of Kang in this form in Quantumania, then Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and then, you know, if Blade ever ends up coming out, the new Captain America. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to have enough time to set up Kang because he's in Quantumania. I doubt he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. It doesn't have to all be the same Kang, though. True, but I don't see him showing up in Echo, Blade, Ironheart, Daredevil, Captain America, or Thunderbolts. It's own sort of separate thing, similar to... I don't know. Anyway, do you have anything else to add about this movie? Or should we wrap up? Of this movie, not necessarily. I, I guess I would say I enjoyed it. I, th- I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Um, I thought it was uh, an exceptionally well-done film, considering I really went into this expecting the CGI to be much worse than it actually was. I expected it to be rushed uh, for plot and maybe weak with you a lot could, of plot holes. I th- in this movie, you could really see when it was an actual set and when it was green screen. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not denying that, but I guess what I'm saying is considering some of the other things that we've yeah. seen... It wasn't as bad as Thor, Love, and Thunder, CGI-wise. No, God, nothing is... That's, that's what it was. That's what I saw four months ago. Yes. I'm trying to remember. So, what was that movie? Okay, one, one last thing. A funny thing uh, towards the beginning of the movie, uh, the AI that Shuri has is uh, voiced by Trevor Noah. Just a little fun. fun I didn't there. know that. Yeah. Uh, but the, the whole idea of, like, AI is not like that. AI, it does what I tell it to. It's like, do you not remember being attacked by uh, Ultron? Ultron. Yeah, AI is you, not like I, that. In, it's just AI in the movies that's like that. I actually was curious about that because you know the the comment by the Queen <clears throat> was like, is that a funny little like haha, or is that like foreshadowing something to come? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I know because don't that didn't really materialize in anything that happened later. No, but maybe this is something that will come play out in the end. Who knows? Um, uh, a rogue Tony it? Stark AI goes I after Reed I would actually Williams. be fine with that. Um, I don't know if I can rate it. I've told you where it kind of le- ranks on my scale. Because um, I'd need to work out a number for the other movies to be able to give a number to this. and I think that's too hard. It's a fine movie. I would... I personally would give it like an 8.5 out of 10. Um, I think that I would probably rank it like in my list close to probably under Black Panther, but I think that maybe like Spider-Man Far From Home would be above Black Panther in my rankings. So like in a descending order, I think that that's where I would put it. In my ranking, it's an entirely different vibe and tone, uh, but I would put it somewhere around, like, Ant-Man. The first one? Yeah. I had a lot more fun okay. with Ant-Man. Maybe. Like I said, entirely different tone, Yeah. Uh, but what I got out of it was about the same, mm. I think. Okay. That's fair. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, no, I just I want I want Marvel to just enough. yeah just use better CGI please. Don't I maybe slow down and not have a movie yes. coming out every four months. 
Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. We don't need that many. Give me one to two Marvel movies a year yeah. and I'm fine. Back in the day when we had two Marvel movies every year and that was good. And that was enough. Yeah. There's um, such a big crunch th- and it's just th- really hurting these films. Yeah. yeah. I would say take this time to read the recent runs of Black Panther. Uh, a new Black Panther number one just dropped uh, for the new series. Is that written uh, by Brian Howard? Uh, no, this is written by Ridley, I think. Mm-hmm. There no, is John the, Ridley's uh, run ended. No, 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 no. You're thinking of um, the uh, previous author. His run just ended. John Ridley's run just ended. Ta-Nehisi and Coates' had, like, sh- run ended. That's what I'm thinking and of. And then John Ridley did like a 6 or 12 issue mini kind of thing. That's it? I think so. Um, let me just... Oh, see. wow. Because there was... He... Last time I checked, he was like several issues into his run, and then we had another number one. Oh, is it a mini-series that's just started, Black Panther Unconquered, by Brian Hill? Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, because the art here looks more like casual for like them. Uh, what would I I would expect for like a mini-series, personally? Yeah. yeah. Check out this uh, Black Panther versus Namor Gary Frank picture. Ooh. I love that. That's from um, Avengers vs. X-Men, I think. Or, uh, no, Black, that's from... It says Black uh, Panther 21 from 2005. So this is more like a 2002, 2003 run. Classic, Gary Frank. Oh, okay. So if that's the case, this is probably uh, when yeah, he was still I've, married to Storm. Yeah, I've got another one here. That's uh, Adam Kubert, uh, Avengers vs. X-Men, number 8. Hmm. So this is an image of Namor uh, flooding Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, John Ridley's Black Panther is still ongoing. Issue 12 comes out in a couple of weeks. And it's still, well, there you it's go. still ongoing. Once again, I'm that. right. We were both right. Sure. I said Brian you keep Hill. telling yourself that, baby. I said Brian Hill number one. And I was the right. important thing is that you think that you're right. And it's cute that you think that you're right. Um, you also said a new number this... one just came out. Yes. And I and right. I said it was written by Brian Hill. Yes, you're correct. Yes, so I yeah. we've agreed I'm right. We can just agree <laughs> to disagree that we are both right. All right, that's great. Ça va? Bon. Si. Que sera, cool. sera. Uh, on that note, I guess we can just start wrapping it up. Uh, I will say, uh, get out there, read some comic books. Uh, don't be a normie. Um, you can find us on all of the platforms for podcasts thanks to anchor.fm uh, go to anchor.fm slash cult of comics to find our RSS feed and make your monthly contributions you can also go to patreon.com slash cult of comics and make your monthly contributions onto there you can for the dollar a month or higher level enter into our discord chat and be one of our blood boys keep us sustained longevitized etc etc you can go to youtube.com slash cult of comics to find our videos which are uploaded dedicated hard work every week Sean Walsh thank you baby and you can also send us an email to thecultofcomics at gmail.com questions comments concerns recommendations anything that you want to send in there uh and that's it thanks for watching thanks for checking us out thanks for sticking around uh and go enjoy the film go enjoy reading your books take care bye right. yeah. dash 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 dot 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 the three of us are in a cult <laughs>